Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Area 13 eBikes podcast. If you're new to the podcast, this is a place where you can learn all about electric bikes. You'll be entertained and you might even have some really cool things to share with your friends and family about e-bikes. Actually, I know you will. I'm Jessica, part of the fantastic team at Area 13. And as you may have seen on YouTube with the Area 13 e-bikes channel and on episode 37 of this e-bikes podcast, e-bike laws are a hot topic. Let's get into more details about some really important and recent news. This is the Area 13 e-bikes podcast. We've talked a little bit about e-bike classes and what they mean and where you can ride your e-bike can be determined by the laws and regulations of your county, city, state, and region. Also, we shared a video on The Loop in Tucson, Arizona, and a podcast episode about e-bike rights. I thought it would be really helpful to discuss the recent updates in e-bikes. You know, on a much larger scale, the U.S. Forest Service has released their long-awaited decision on e-bike trail access. And it's very recent, as of March 31st of this year. Some of you have written to us asking what is allowed and where you can go with your e-bike. You might be a hunter or a weekend adventurer. You might be just wanting to ride around with your family. So where can you ride without getting in trouble? Well, it kind of depends on where you ride. But looking at the U.S. Forest Service, they have provided a definition of e-bikes as a class of motor vehicle and they establish criteria for consideration in designating roads, trails, and areas for e-bike use that are not currently designated for motor vehicle use, among other changes. Here's why this is important, and I'm sure it applies to most people that get an e-bike. You're looking for a little bit of power behind your pedaling, and that way you can actually go see these trails. Without that assistance, most people would never be able to get out there and go that far. And so this update. The reason why they're talking about that it's important is because they're really considering emerging technologies such as e-bikes, and that way they're changing the way people access and recreate on National Forest Service lands. For example, where suitable for use, e-bikes may provide new opportunities for individuals who might otherwise be prevented from experiencing that trail without assistance of an electrical motor. The U.S. Forest Service Chief Randy Moore shared this in a recent press release. National forests and grasslands are a place for all people to recreate, relax, and refresh. The additional guidance will help our district rangers and forest supervisors better serve our communities with a policy that allows managers to make locally-based decisions to address e-bike use. This growing recreational activity is another opportunity to responsibly share the experience of the outdoors with other recreationists. How cool is that? Finally, we're getting some recognition. And actually, we have been for a while, but it's really nice to see that the U.S. Forest Service is really focusing a lot on these emerging technologies such as e-bikes. There are a lot of other things that you can do on National Forest Service lands. People have ATVs. They have horses. They ride regular bikes. There's all kinds of different vehicles and modes of transportation. And what this is really helping us do is to become more relevant in the space and to become more recognized. This is also directly from the U.S. Department of Agriculture press release. The Forest Service currently allows e-bikes on all Forest Service roads that are already open to motorized vehicles, 
as well on 60,000 miles of motorized trails, which represents 38% of all trails the agency manages. So obviously they're taking notice of us and I'm sure they probably ride e-bikes themselves. So here's the really big news. Are you ready? Today's finalized guidance allows e-bikes to continue to operate on currently authorized roads and trails and lays out a process to evaluate future requests for expanded access. The updated guidance also outlines the required environmental analysis and public input required before making future decisions to expand local e-bike access. So I think it's important that we stay on top of this. And if there are opportunities for you to connect with your local trails, with your local connections, in fact, I'm actually going to find some ways that we can all write in just like you did for the loop. So thank you for that. It really helps to make your voice known because when you listen to this podcast, I'm sure that also means you are an e-bike supporter. So if there are opportunities for you to write into your local senators, to your National Forest Service, to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, to your local trails, whoever is managing and heading all of that up, I think it's important for us to express our input and that way we can help expand that access. The updated guidance also clarifies existing policy and provides guidelines to local Forest Service employees that might be considering expanding e-bike access at site-specific locations. If you live close to those trails, go meet with the employees. Talk with them to discuss how e-bikes are changing your life, how e-bikes are getting you out there to get exercise, to see our beautiful country, to go experience some fresh air. We all need more of that. So make your presence known, people. Get out there and talk about how this is benefiting you. It's important. E-biking has become more popular and continues to do so as more of us are getting outside, finding fun ways to get some exercise and really enjoying everything around us. And besides the National Forests, other management agencies, including the U.S. Department of Interior Bureau of Land Management, the National Park Service, They're allowing e-bike use on 18,000 miles and 16,000 miles of trails. So I'm curious, many of you are already e-biking and you're not really new to the show. So where are you riding your e-bikes? What trails do you love? And if you are new to e-bikes, where do you want to go ride? Where do you want to explore? Whether you're an e-biker or not, I want to hear from you. Tell us on the Area 13 e-bikes Instagram or Facebook page so we can give you a shout out. And maybe someday I'll even come ride the trail with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Area 13 eBikes podcast. If you're new to the show, please be sure to go to ebikepodcast.com and sign up for weekly updates. We share those new updates every Tuesday and incredible content on the Area 13 eBikes YouTube channel on Thursdays. This week's video is going to be so epic. I can't wait. I appreciate hearing from so many of you via phone and email that you're enjoying the show and getting so much out of it. That's fantastic. That was one of our goals with our YouTube channel was to make sure that you felt educated on e-bikes before you made a purchase or even after. And that really makes this whole thing a lot more fun. If you have any suggestions for future podcast episodes, you can always email us at info at area13ebikes.com. And if you just want to share how much fun you're having on those trails or how much you're learning from our content, feel free to do that too. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. 